Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What's up, Cowboys Nation, and welcome to another episode of the Cowboys Can Fan Podcast. Brought to you by Fansided, the official podcast of the LandryHat.com. On today's episode of the Sunday service, it's Easter, so we uh, celebrate a few crackums for the special day that is uh, Sunday Easter. Easter Sunday. Uh, we also discuss the top position needs for the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, check in with C.D. Lamb, who's working out with Nick Hicks to improve his yak. And discuss Mike McCarthy's offensive plans. Also, we have a bunch of comments and questions from, from live chat. It was a good one. Uh, a great episode. And um, if you want to come watch this live because you're just listening to it on audio, come to youtube.com slash Cowboys Can Fan Podcast. Or just search Cowboys Can Fan Podcast on either YouTube or Google. We will pop up. Make your way over to our YouTube page, subscribe, and you can watch the show there. We also do stream on other social medias and uh, are pretty interactive, engaging on our social media platforms, whatever the proper term is. Anyways, come follow us as well on any social media that you prefer. We're on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and Facebook. That's at Cowboys Can Fan, very simply. And finally, if you like more than just the Dallas Cowboys and you want to check out more, um, you want to hear other great sports minds much smarter than us anyways talk about all sports you need to check out the grid network at g-r-y-d that's g-r-y-d network um yeah all sports are there talk about all sports if you like sports i can say sports one more time sports all right enough of me let's get into the podcast like Antonio Browns, but it's the Easter Bunny. Yeah. Hey, the, the Garth. I'm out of breath. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Easter, guys. We kind of we kind of fucked up though. We all cracked them already. We did, but you know this is a, a post crack 'em crack 'em. Yeah, post crack 'em crack 'em. Hey, this is what everyone was asking uh, two thousand plus so years ago. Is Early. He down? Is he down? <laughs> did you see him go down? And then he and then he rose and then he rose, <laughs> the, the cave door opened or whatever you came out of. And this loser. Oh wow, we're at that point. Oh, we're at that point. Wow. Okay, hey, we're just having fun. We're just, we're just, just having, having fun. fun. We're just having fun. How are you guys doing? Good, good. Um, again, we're finding ourselves still finding a lot to talk about with in Cowboys Nation leading oh. up to the draft here. I mean, it just does not end. It doesn't end, man. And you can kind of tell like the big news splash stories are kind of going away. Yep. Like, you're not really going to get a free agent signing. Zeke's obviously probably not going to be signed anywhere for a while. Hopkins They're, doesn't look Hopkins, like he's like pro, Everyone's now kind of waiting till the draft to now. So the second wave of free agency will kind of be after the draft where teams are now trying to fill holes that they didn't draft for. So we're kind of we're kind of in stalemate a little bit until the draft. But there is a lot to talk about. There's There's great articles out there. There's still, I mean, you could talk the draft twice a week. No problem if you wanted to. 
right? So compared to last year, I, I feel like last year we maybe didn't have as much. We probably couldn't have sustained two shows a week, but man, we like to chat. We like to chat Cowboys Nation football right up, baby. Here's a, a, a question we did touch to on the on the weekly wrap up, but I just wanted to bring it into the room. What do you see? Actually, it'll be a two point question. Ooh, a two point. You can answer either one or both. I feel like it's going to turn into like <laughs> an eight point answer. It could be. <laughs> it could be. Uh, what do you? Uh, what do you? Who do you think that the Cowboys have on their? top three needs and then what are you seeing online with people saying who the Cowboys should draft uh so uh, yeah that, that's a good question or a good 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 discussion point anyways we've kind of done it live too well when we draft kind of mm-hmm. but uh, I predominantly am seeing there's the if Bijan there is there draft Bijan yep but then I'm also seeing the that's stupid if you do that and then predominantly <laughs> I'm seeing I think most people are kind of leaning towards guard or tackle even but the Cowboys front office doesn't seem to be in that position at all. Mm-hmm. Like you brought up in the weekly wrap up 20% of our visits, the Cowboys visits have been wide receivers. So you'd think, okay, they're probably thinking of getting one of these top receivers if they fall, but yeah, how baby, much can, that's what, we do. that's what we do, baby. But how much can you put into those draft visits where last year, Tyler Smith didn't even have a draft visit to the Cowboys. Yeah. It's probably like one of those things where you're trying to make them think you're going to do something, and then you do something completely opposite. A that's little smoke screening. Yeah. That's exactly what I think. Like, um, also, I believe it was four times since 2010 that the Cowboys have leaked their or shown their draft board. I mean, how much of this little di- little dick flash? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oops, like, <laughs> Jer- Oops. <laughs> Jerry is an old man, and so he could he would be the guy who just like says, "Look at this. Yeah. Look at my." nude photo but i think it is mind games a lot of it's mind games and like like you mentioned i i don't even know if smith was on there yeah he wasn't on there we didn't talk about him we talked we talked about him last year for like 35 seconds i think because he wasn't on any radar what they don't want to do and who was it that they moved up for michael parsons i believe they don't drop back Oh, yes. Well, they basically, they don't want to tip a hat to a player so another team jumps them who's also thinking, oh, maybe definitely, maybe the Cowboys, or no one's going to draft him, but the Cowboys have him on his list. So it, it, you got to be very sneaky with what you say, what you do, who you bring in. But like you said in the uh, in your weekly write-up, there's a weekly write-up, Cowboys Nation. You can find it on CowboysCanFan.com. You can also find it on our YouTube page. We did a video for the people that don't feel like reading. We'll link that in yep. the chat. But um, you also had mentioned in your in your write-up, Alex, that which is a great write-up, by the way, that the Cowboys are kind of in no man's land of the first round. Yeah, it's such a shitty... 26 isn't a good, isn't a good spot. I, I, you're, in my opinion, you are either reaching or you're going to trade back and then bank on getting some uh, that that middle thickness of the draft. Like I think, with all these great wide receivers that are projected to go first round, I think twenty six just puts us out of that range of any of those guys. Yeah, like Addison, uh, JSN, uh, Quinton Johnston, Zay Flowers. I think those guys are all going to be gone before twenty six. Yeah, especially if a run happens in a position of need. Even um, even the tight ends we've been looking at, Mayer and Kin- Kincaid. Yeah. I feel like those guys are probably going to be gone by 26, which I'm kind of on the fence about drafting a, a tight end in the first round anyways. There's a couple good guards. like there. This is the thing. And like you mentioned, there could be a run on a tight position, and then people get scared, and they're like, okay, I'm trading up to get that guy. And maybe the Cowboys end up trading up a couple spots, or they don't like the, the guy at 26, and they trade back you know, to 28 or 30. 
Mm. Um, we got Ultra Cowboy just spamming, sup, sup, sup. spamming sup, sup, the sup, chat. Sup. I'm just going to give you some, uh, well, I mean, I was going to list the nine messages that he said, but they're all, <laughs> they're all basically draft Hen and Hooker at 26 so I can watch the Dak groupies meltdown. Um, but he goes, Cowboys had a lot of meetings with Tyler, but they were private, was their 13th yep. player on their big board. Well, and and they mm-hmm. he 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 was a uh, Fort, Dallas Fort Worth kid, right? So they had extensive research on this guy. Guaranteed, they've been watching him since high school. So it's they not need like to bring him in. Maybe it's probably why they didn't bring him in. Is that to pro- be honest? It, could that be then? Uh, is it Steve Avilia? That's uh, Avila. Arlington, yeah, Arlington but guy. Yeah, he so he he was born in Arlington and played for te- Texas Christian University. So he's literally been in the Metroplex for his, his whole football career. But I I don't know if I like this guy at at twenty six just because a lot of and this is I'm basing this off of what other people base it off of, right? Like I I'm Cause, not because you can't form your own thoughts and opinions. I, I can it. when it when it comes to the in- intricacy intricacies. <laughs> yeah, I'll take it. Take it. Is that <laughs> is that the right word of playing offensive guard and being able to scout them well enough? No, I I can't tell you. But guys that get paid to do it well, for forty we, hours we, a week. What are we even doing here then? We're we're fans. We're Cowboys can fan. We can fan. You know, like Canadian fan. Like Canadian dude. fan, dude. Like Canadian fans. It's kind of weird that Canada doesn't have Easter on the same time as the states, isn't it? I don't know if it's Friday or Monday. <laughs> to be honest, we have Easter Monday. I have ad thinking it. <laughs> I'm ad thinking about it right now. I think Wait, it we, is Sunday, we, but we just do our own thing <laughs> up north. Hey, you know what? Let's just. I don't know. Well, the problem is it. Is it a, the reason what do you eat? Do the, you eat a ham? Well, the, we eat ham. We eat ham. Is that what we're it is? Ham. We're having ham today. S- Sunday night. You're having ham. We had our we had ours last night. Ham, we had ham. Okay. What's more confusing about Easter is that sometimes in at least Canada, not everybody gets Good Friday and Easter Monday off. You get Good Friday off as a statutory holiday, um, but Monday is. I don't get Monday res- off. I don't get Monday off either. But guess who's taking Monday off? You are. This guy. Nice. So another question before we jump. Because now, our Sunday now service. East, now the Sunday service. Our Sunday it. services get busy. So. so, but, and Easter isn't always on the same day. Right? right. You know what I mean? You'd think it would be an actual, like, kind of Christmas. Christmas is always on the 25th. You think Easter would always be on a certain day. Does it shuffle? It, like, yeah, it, it shuffles. Oh. It shuffles to do, well, I mean, Good Friday is every Good Friday. And then Easter Monday. There's Easter Monday. It's not always that, that day's. Anyways. He just got gave me a good soundbite that I'm going to poach. I, I, what? You heard it? Did you hear it? What he said? What? You know what I mean? Know what I mean? Know what I mean? All right. So, so back to <laughs> this St- I mean? Steve Avila, guys. I don't know. A lot of the experts, like Ad just said that I'm not, um, have him going kind of in the early to mid second round. And at Awkward. 26, is that a – that seems like it could be a little bit of a what, – What we're hoping for is a little there. reach. You're going to have to – like I said, man, the position is either just bank on reaching on every pick, which is I think is a fine strategy because then at least you're getting a guy that you believe in. Has potential. Yeah, and you're not having to select. You, you have a larger pool of selection if you play it that way. The smartest play for the Cowboys, and no one's going to want to hear it, and I fucking hate saying it, is trading their first, ra- first round to try to get very early second round and pick up a, another... If you could, a second round pick. I don't know which team. I hated that, that but... option, but since you've been yammering it the last like three mock drafts, and it like when we did that last one, the amount of value we got in there like it the... there it is. <laughs> there, sorry, there's AJ's alarm. Fuck me. In the... I don't under... <laughs> on Sunday we do these at a different time every Sunday, but there's always at least one alarm. <laughs> I have multiple daily, daily <laughs> alarms. Okay, 
Is that in case you're vape 10 uh, too early and it wakes you back up to life or what? Absolutely. Well, it could be that. It could also just be that I get like drug into some sort of uh, doing something like right. editing something or just watching a video yeah. and um, I need to snap out of it. Snap out of it and make sure I do shit. What I was going to say, I wasn't a big fan of trading out our number 26, but it is kind of a bullshit pick. It and is. With all the mocks. The amount of caliber of players that you can still snap up in the second round. Just don't be afraid of it. Don't be afraid of it. I I like, so, and I also learned uh, the last one that saying training up the board means you're going up into the (laughs) second. Opposite. Opposite. Yes, yes. Uh, You want to trade down. Yeah, you you want want to trade down. Yeah, you want to trade. To to pit, to move up. Yeah, lower numbers. To move up in the draft. To lower numbers. (laughs) Hey, we all all learned something. But I will say this. Boys. I'm a Charbonnet DTR guy. Oh, yeah, Charbonnet. You know what? Alex has been preaching Charb- Zach Charbonnet. It. Charbonnet. And Dolly. DTR, down to Rumble. Down I like to it. Rumble. I UCL, want... UCLA backfield. That's, backfield? What, that's when, like... Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm jiving with it. We have, you know, Ultra Cowboy comes in here every fucking podcast and tells <laughs> us to pick up Hennon Hooker. I, I'm all for picking up uh, a quarterback. I want Dorian Thomas Thompson, Thompson Robinson. Yep. DTR, DTR down to Rumble. Just a huge last name, and I too. think we'll get him in like the if we can if we sixth? grab him sixth, seventh round. Fucking like he actually he might go up to the fifth. You I know think. what though? I so say well, let's just talk. Uh, let's talk uh, theoretically here. Mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. we did trade out of the the first round and say picked up an early second, we would have, yeah okay. So if we traded back into the second round. Would you also you would have three second round picks possibly? That's what I'm saying. You'd have the trade. I don't. It has to be the right team. You'd right? have to trade with a team who has two second, second round, round picks. picks, or a ver- or or ideally you would you could trade your first to get their second and third. Or what about this? You trade just further back into the the first, like thirtieth, sure, or thirty first. Yes, and and, the, and and their second pick, right? Yes, yeah. So then you get their second pick. You just move a little bit back. Now you got. A late first and two second rounds. Yeah, and you could two- get you could get some good fucking players in the in in that grade. This is why I love draft talk because everybody has like very uh, specific opinions. Cowboy fans, like for instance, we have Iceberg Slim. Who, what up, Slim? For, I thought he was Ultra Cowboy. The way he talks on, in the chat, I'm like. Is this ultra changing his name all the time? <laughs> um, I just watched Split yesterday. That movie with. Uh, James McAvoy. It's, it's like Ultra Cowboys, like 26 of our. Well, he has like five different phones. He has his American <laughs> yeah. phone and his Puerto Rico phone. So he like has different. And he, you know what? He very he well might. Might. He goes, so he's having a conver- uh So uh, Ultra Cowboy and Iceberg Slim, they're having a conversation with each other. But Iceberg Slim says, Zach Charbonnet is garbage. Come on. Whoa. Uh, he goes, give, give me Israel. Where's uh, Kilo? Abin- Get this guy out of the chat. <laughs> Where is, is Kilo? Israel, Abin, Kanata, or Sean Tucker. And I haven't watched any tape on either of those guys, no. and I and I don't even know who they are. I Me don't either. know where they are. Neither. Sean Tucker, I see his name pop up, but by that point, um, in the draft, and who knows? Again, on draft day, things shift around. I think it, it's either Bijan in the first. Oh yeah, set it's me up. Not with that, gonna baby. be Charbonnet in the second, but I would I would be fine with that. And then it's McBride in the third, potentially the fourth, even. Yep. If 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 that's not slides. a lot of people are talking about McBride, to be honest, which I like. Yeah, I like it, and even if the Cowboys don't get him. I'm going to watch for I'm mar- him. I'm married to him now. Yeah, yeah. I've just He's one of those guys that I'll always be interested in his career because I just got a little crush say on with him. Same with me in, in uh, Sharby. Sharby, Adam with DTR. Like, we yeah. all have our, we all have yeah. our uh, pet now, cats. the only thing that will throw a wrench in that. Mosh pit? 
No, oh, well, no. Cody well, Mach let's get, let's get Co Co Cody Mach is like he, everyone's wanting. Like the, he's gonna go high. Yeah. The, the only thing that'll throw a wrench in in me cheering for Sharby, for my Sharbs, for the Sharbinator, the will, Sharbinator. <laughs> will be if he goes to those Eagles? fucking Eagles. I mean that oh, yeah. that's the thing. I'll Actually, never cheer for anyone. It was kind of like last year. We all liked the line. What linebacker? I can't even remember his name now. But we were we were kind of hope we talked about him a bunch going mm. in, and the Eagles got him in like the third. I was like, well, now I can't even right. cheer for the dude anymore. You know, what? I won't hate him. I don't I, hate him, but I, I just can't be, cheer for him. I'll be crushed if they pick up DTR because he's kind of like a Jalen Hurts. If, the way he yeah, moves. if Jalen Hurts, but say went out of the offense, maybe he could step in and still run well, the same type. But that's of why offense. that's why we saw the Eagles struggle with Gardner Minshew. They like yeah. the, their whole team's designed for. Jalen Hurts. Bring up Israel Abin Kanata. He's 220, 5'11. Sounds okay. like it's me. How do you spell uh, that? He does a, he does a 40 time and a, a he has a 432 40 time Man, and a 41 fly. inch vertical. Fly. Uh are you sure it's not uh Israel uh Abakadaba? <laughs> Abin Abin <Kadaba. laughs> Uh Here's yeah. the shitty. Sorry, Real quick, ultra, shitty, ultra and iceberg slim have to be together because now they're complementing each other. Okay, the <laughs> shitty thing about draft buzz is their the search function sucks. It doesn't come up if you yeah. kind of get their name no. right. You actually That's have to have guy. it bang on. Yeah. That's the guy. There he is. Yeah, Israel Abenikanda. Abenikanda from Pitt. Pittsburgh. Okay. What's he? Uh, what's he? What's he prospected to go at? Let me just bring him up. For His player ratings uh, 80, 81.3 out of a hundred. You know, forty it, time it's saying four four one, but that's still fast as fuck for a guy that's two sixteen, probably playing at two twenty five. Hell yeah, AJ, you want to toss me one there? Yep, my friend. Yeah, cause we haven't even had a single crack him on live yet, guys. Fire that fucking pink skin. <laughs> Here it is. Oh yeah, right Easter over the egg. defender. Here's hey. an Easter egg. Crack him if you got him. Crack him if you got him, son. Look, crack him if you got him. To be honest, TBH, I. Probably am going to be happy with whatever running back the Cowboys draft. Same. I've liked every guy. The only guys I'm not really into, dudes, is these five. I know it's picking on size, and but we don't need a five nine running back who can't. Who's just not going to be a bulldozer. We do need the bulldozer. I'm not saying Polar doesn't have that in him, but we. I don't. I don't think we want to see Pollard running like that. No, having easy, to run like easier, that. Easier, easier, easier. Lightning. We need thunder. Yeah. So that's actually after we took well five nine with tree trunks for fucking. I'm okay five. with that, but he's got to be two twenty then. That's yeah. what I'm saying. He's got to yeah. be five nine two twenty. Israel, I've been cut out like two inches. Five nine, five eleven. It's it's the same thing unless you crack that six footer and you go for the five, a, a guy in the five foot range. Motherfucker, bad to be two twenty. Uh, Ty J Spears is the guy who I people like, or we've had guests on and they've talked him up. I'm just not sold on that size. Same with the wide receivers. Gibbs like, is like that too, though. Gibbs, like, can we pull true. Gibbs? Well, can yeah, we pull you're Gibbs all right. Up? You are right. But you are right. How gangster would it be for us to be yelling, tip of the spear, as Ty J Spears is yeah. like going in for a ta-da? For as far as us and making up nicknames, Spears is pretty much. It's a good one. It's a good one. So 5'9", five, five, nine, 199. I mean, he's 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 I probably know. playing at 205, so he's, he's stocky. But I watched his. Huge hog. Oh yeah, for sure. I watched some of his tape. He's he's kind of like a he looks like Tony Pollard. Like his run style is like Tony Pollard. So I agree. I kind of want a guy that you're gonna put in on fourth and one, or that can block. You know, uh, no one's thinking Tony Pollard's the greatest blocker, and Zeke was a great blocker, and he's gone. So it would be nice to have uh, the running back that we take kind of uh, pick up some of the holes that we got uh, in us with Zeke's departure. He he's not a bad. Run blocker, but what 
that's not really good <laughs> if he's running back. He's Co- a terrible pass blocker. Co- college, uh, yeah, he's a good run blocker. College is hard to judge these guys on their blocking because they're so good that they're not ever back there to block. They're always getting the ball. It's yeah. science. It's science. Like, they're it not g- getting Gibbs to sit back and pass pro and getting him to block, right? Like, they're giving this this dude the ball or they're sending him out on a route. Look, I grew up a size queen. I'm always <laughs> going to be a size queen. However, in my old age, I've told you this in private conversations, Batson. <laughs> Batson. Yes, Daddy. I feel death creeping up on me slowly in these halls. I can see, it. I can see it in your hands. <laughs> hey, uh, can we, can, can we, this is, we're kind of going left field here. Uh, can you pull up Twitter? Yeah. Pull up the DeMarcus Ware. Oh asking, yeah, asking Jerry Jones to be his yeah to be his presenter, and I just want like someone to look at me like Jerry Jones looks at Demarcus Ware. <laughs> the way he's looking at him, one, it made me think of this because you said deathbed. That's it right there. You said deathbed, and he's <laughs> hang on. I'm going to pull this up. He definitely looks. He's looking old, but he's also looking at Demarcus Ware like he is the best Easter present of the of the decade. Oh, hi. I'm fake Jerry Jones. And when I'm sitting around waiting for Bat's son, Steven, to bring me my big bag of salt so I can get prepared for the 2023 NFL draft, I love listening to the Cowboys Can Fan Podcast. Now, these boys need to pay some bills, so please just give us a minute. We'll be back right after these messages. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Look at that. Bill's paid. I got my big bag of salt. Let's get back to the podcast. Oh, yeah. He's... He's got some googly eyes for wear. And I mean, how are you doing? You sleep in here? I'm actually here for my 30 visit. Not, so, not this. Uh, you'll see it here. When it, it's when it switches. <laughs> but I'm actually here. They, they do one uh, more you know, camera switch. Yeah, yeah. The voice that it's actually in our weekly wrap up video. It is. And this right here. <laughs> look at him. He. I just need somebody to look. That's a meme right there. He's going to kiss him. He's going to kiss him. And look at the fucking size of DeMarcus Ware. Jeez. I would take another. De- if we were, if DeMarcus Ware was in the draft again, trade up, get him. <laughs> That's you- what Jerry said at the beginning. He's like, I wish we could. <laughs> yeah. Like, DeMarcus Ware, probably one of my, because I started watching Cowboys football hardcore probably about 2006. And DeMarcus Ware was by far my favorite player on defense, without a doubt. He was so, he was just so good. Oh, yeah, crack him if you got Ooh, him, that was a That was a Ooh, saucy That was a spicy uh, one. That was spicy. D- you know what? Um, it's funny because I th- I have a major feeling that uh, Jerry Jones is wearing his Arkansas uh, offensive lineman shoulder pads under his <laughs> suit still. And when people walk by them, I'm like, man, Jerry Jones is a billionaire, but he stinks. Like, oh, yeah, this is, this is Jerry Jones' uh, uh, shoulder line. How the fuck was he ever on the offensive line? I mean, he must have shrunken into himself. you got to remember, 1956, whatever, when he was playing football, things were a lot different back oh, then. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I guess. I don't think... <laughs> yeah. But even still, like, um, first of all, just on that comment, I think the the shift of, like, 
football players' athleticism is just like insane. It's still, I didn't think they were going to. I thought by this point now, we'd see kind of, we know what these players are supposed to be. But now you're seeing even offense li- yeah, offensive linemen become jacked. Well, they're always jacked underneath they're all that. They're just getting faster and faster and, and faster and, and bigger and bigger yes. and more ripped. No, Mike or uh, Nolan Smith. Running as fast as uh, a wide receiver at a running back, the guy's defensive lineman. Isn't that nuts? It's wild? That's fucking crazy. It's just it's we're about to see some really good football in these next. Five I think years. so. I, just, I hope I hope there's a defensive resurgence because yeah. uh, it's a it's a fun part of the game, man. If you think of, if you think back to like the I guess biggest moments or players, there was a lot of defense, like hard defensive hits. I mean, of course. The rule changes have been good that they're not allowed to close like one another and shit like that. <laughs> but like a lot of what yeah, made the, the NFL rule. into a household game was like the hits, the contact, rough and the, tough, the, man, the rough and tough football. Now, like you just mentioned, because of how fast and strong players are getting now, it's it, it actually is good for everyone who's watching football for them to put in rules to help. So, because these guys are hitting each other too hard, can I go and a little steroids? And they're wearing armor. <laughs> can can I go a little conspiracy here? Yeah. Oh, I guess it's not even probably a conspiracy. I think it's more so because, uh, you know, in the eighties, seventies, eighties, the NFL cocaine. was not cocaine, cocaine, cocaine <laughs> hell of a drug, hell of a drug. Uh, the NFL wasn't even as close to being as money pit or money maker as it is today. I think it's all these owners just trying to protect their investments. You're not wrong. I don't think at all. But it, but it pays off for us, the viewers. Oh, definitely. Because who wants to, like... Joe Theismann's leg broken into... Well, just think, Ant. Eight when, places or whatever the hell it was. When Dak um, was out for the season, oh, it, it made fo- Dallas Cowboys football really bad. And that's bad for NFL. Watched every minute of it. You did. But it shook Sucked. a lot of people from... From watching it. I'm not saying anyone listened to this show. You know what the heartbreaking part of that was? Was the NFC East was so bad that year. That even at 6-10 and when they finished, at the end of the season, they were still a possibility that they were going to make the playoffs. The the team that came out of the NFC East that year had a a losing record by a long shot. The the Giants, they did not have a good record. And it was like, if Dak was... not hurt that year, yeah. fucking breeze. Yeah. That division would have been easy, breezy, beautiful. Cover, cover girl. girl. Cover Dak. <laughs> but I, I also, uh, just to bring it to back. as well? Yeah, also to as well, just to bring it back here here to Jerry. Look at, yeah, Just look at that look. That's a meme. That now, is a meme right there. Now, I think this is a really, people hate on Jerry Jones, and I've I've been a Jerry boy. You guys know this since You've I've. You've been a Jerry I've, boy. Since I've walked in. Wearing your hat? Yep, he's wearing an AT&T cool. stadium AT&T hat. Stadium I've that AT&T stadium. He only has one now. <laughs> no, I have to. I have to. I have my blue one. Oh, I he lost I his lost Nike, my, my, Nike uh, Air Jordan. Jordan. My, my fucking in. priceless Jordan hat. Can fan lore again. That is wow. can fan lore. Hey, at least, didn't I, lose at it. least I know. You didn't lose it. The dog. The dog, the dog found dog, it. Uh, but at least Cowboys, Chris's dog we know where it. it lies. Yep. And yep. that'll be put up in the, uh, once I actually get my ass in, in order, I'm going to create that can fan lore of fame on our website. Each year we have to like, Add to it. Three there's things. a lot. There's, I mean, <laughs> actually, we're gonna have time this draft that we will uh, also too as well for the draft. We're gonna have a busy show. I'm just gonna jump to this before I get do back it. to my point do about it. Jerry do Jones it. and Demarcus Ware here. That's how in we roll, Baba. That's how we go, baby. Uh, we're gonna have a bunch of guests on. We're gonna tr- start to try to schedule it. Everyone is doing their own thing, and it's awesome because you're gonna ha- anyone who out there listening has so much content that they they're going to be able to go to and pick and choose from so, but we're going to do our best to try to um be on 
uh, other shows. The Grid is going to be doing a draft, so we're going to try to link that up. It's a lot of planning. UK Cowboys. And I'm not putting that any, any on that on the listeners, but just for us, we'll, we'll ha- we're going to have guests. We're going to also be doing our own final big board mock draft with the big room, big war room before the draft kicks off. We're going to be doing our uh, our annual awards, which will be on draft the draft. I, I, can we call it a week? <laughs> the draft yeah, day, well, trifecta, event, the yeah, draft trifecta. event, yeah. And uh, a couple other things too. So we're tr- we're we're going to try to make it worth your while to come. And watch the stream. And hang out. And hang out with us. It's definitely going to be our longest stream ever, I think. Oh, but, Although uh, that day that you were in, I, I forget where you were. You were somewhere and Alex and I just, or no, you left after the morning games. And Alex and I stayed and just live streamed the afternoon games. Oh, And shit. got drunk and just our pizza was late. Yeah. And by, like, fuck that. Uh, there was like probably 10 or 20 minutes left in the afternoon games and we just quit. We quit, yeah. <laughs> we had to tap out. We just tapped out. I don't think I was here for No, it. you left. You 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 left. We you, stayed. You guys had some. It was the morning game. You guys had something to go do, and Alex, I sat in your seat, and Alex and I just watched the afternoon games and got wasted. And I was like, "Hey, we need to order food." And then the pizza was like two hours late. That's the only. That's the only. That's why we need your TV here so that we have a better television viewing for the when season. We're watching seasons, yeah. I mean, I can, I can, I can set it up so that if oh, you, you need my TV, I'll bring it. I'll bring it next Sunday. I can set it up though that we could have an iPad over there, and you can switch this board. From from being over there, yeah, Ooh, that's a little behind base. That's a little behind baseball, yeah. That's what we do. Bringing it back to Jerry and Demarcus Ware here. So uh, start again. Boom. Uh, these. <laughs> Hang on, let me bring this, it back up. This this moment between them, it really shows you. As I said, I'm a Jerry boy. The players do love Jerry Jones. There's a lot of a hate because absolutely he's made some bonehead decisions. And um, ha- people have a right to be angry at him. But what's nice to see is that his players do love him. And, uh, you know, I, I hope we see this t- same type of moment with Zeke Elliott in the future. Oh, yeah. Come back, retire a Cowboy, play one, uh, sign a one-day contract or whatever it is that, that they do. Um, but, yeah, just, just wanted to make that And he point. did a lot for, the actually, the NFL. He did. Oh, he, for, for yeah. as far as, like, uh, how, the, the NFL wouldn't be the game it is today without – Businessman Jerry Jones. Sure. Yeah. Say what you will about the guy, but like you said, look at the way, how many players have had him be their presenter. And how many teams have taken what he did and then built their own, like he did come in and build a uh, uh, a foundation of how to be an NFL organization and how to be a business, which is, you know, half the game, unfortunately. And, but that's the half that fans can't stand, right? Cause I know. So yeah. the, the biggest knock that fans have with Jerry is sometimes it feels like they're worrying about the Dallas Cowboys brand more, and respectively they should their their business. But fans obviously want the one thing: win, can, win, 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 win. I can win, win. I can get I can get behind the fact that fans are frustrated because at the point where you are in the multiple billions, it's like now you should be focusing on doing everything you can to win every fucking year, no matter what. So hold up that Lombardi. Yeah, exactly. I think he, you know what, like he, he, he should he should give up. My person, I think it would go tremendous uh, lengths if he gave up his title as GM to Will McClay. Just gave it up and said, "Okay." I mean, Will McClay is has been pretty much the GM of the Dallas Cowboys for the last however many years, but Jerry still just wants that that grip on the title. Yeah, but whatever. AJ's AJ's doing some research right I'm now. I'm trying to find. There was this article that showed um, the top selling jerseys, the top ten, I believe. Yep. And I think Cowboys was like 
Well, I imagine you you got Micah up there. Five and it was Micah, CD, CD Lamb, Dak, and Dak. Yeah. Maybe I, I'm gonna try to. Maybe fuck not. Him. Maybe go maybe fuck, fuck yourself. yourself. Oh, maybe fuck yourself. Um. Okay. So while he's trying to figure that out, I mean, we saw that. I, I wanted to bring this up and and dive into it. We didn't. We didn't. You mentioned it as a headline, and I thought it would be interesting for us to talk about what. Where Where did you see that headline about? Uh, did Mike McCarthy lie? Oh, that was, uh, I'm pretty sure that was blogging the boys. They had an article saying that uh, Mike McCarthy, saying that he wanted to go back to Smash Mouth football. And we did talk about this a little bit, but what the Cowboys are doing are saying the opposite. So they talked about going Smash Mouth run game, but with their draft visits, it's almost saying otherwise. Which I don't, I mean, you're going to see this as... Mike McCarthy clearly lying about his... Okay, so no, it was on our, our home of the Cowboys Can Fan podcast, the, the Landry hat. So we got Mike McCarthy was clearly lying about... Sorry, that oh, was my uh, thing just is acting up. There we go. Uh, Mike McCarthy was clearly lying about his plan for the Cowboys offense by Jerry Trota two days ago. And it basically says... The Trot Meister. The trot, Trotsky, Trotta, Trotta the Scotta. <laughs> Fans of the NFL have a propensity to take everything a coach or high-ranking executive says during the dog days of the offseason to heart. Dallas Cowboy fans are no exception. Look no further than Jerry Jones revealing at the owner's meeting that he wants Terrence Steele to be the team's swing tackle, which I, I, the only way that is is if he's hurt and he's not back from being fully healthy. Otherwise, there's just there's just no way. At the Combine, Mike McCarthy discussed at length reclaiming play-calling duties from a dismissed Kellen Moore. While McCarthy praised Moore's desire to be the number one scoring offense in the league, the head coach communicated he was willing to trade points on the scoreboard for fewer turnovers, which I think we would all take, right? Uh, But there was one line in particular that set the Cowboys nation off. I've been where Kellen has... Kellen wants to light the scoreboard up, but I want to run the damn ball so I can rest my defense. Think when you're a coordinator, you know, but you're in charge. When you're a coordinator, you know, but you're in charge of the offense. Being a head coach and being a play caller, you're a little more in tune. I don't desire to be the number one offense in the league. I want to be the number one team in the league. Run the damn ball is a maddening quote, but the Cowboys pre-draft activity suggests McCarthy lied about wanting to do so. So this goes into the Cowboys... Having twenty percent wide receivers for visits, opposed to like guards, centers, running right. backs, tight ends, even blocking tight ends. So I think that's kind of where they go into the Mike McCarthy lying about it, or the maybe the Cowboys aren't lying; they're just smoke screening what like, they want to do. It could also just be that they're probably already sure on who they're going to sure. take at, at, on, on the on the O line. Yeah, it yeah. could it could be totally. that you're like because you got to think you have thirty visits. Yep. If you are a, if you are certain on, on a guy, or whatever the reason, one way or the other, then I waste the, it. The, the, yeah, why would you waste the the interview? Unless there were questions that you needed answered. Yep. But otherwise, if you're certain, like, oh no, we're pretty confident that this guy has all of these things that we're looking for, or what, or and these dudes, yeah. these these coaches in the NFL, Mike McCarthy and his and his coaching staff. It's not like they don't know any of the coaches in college football. It's yeah. not like they don't already have an inside scoop. It's not like they don't already have three to four to five years of tape on said prospect, right? Like you said, I, I feel like the guys you bring in are the guys that you don't know that well. Here, here's my take on actually why you would be loading up on interviewing wide receivers throughout the first. I think they have like maybe the first four tiers, a couple players on each one, right? Um, is because... They want to be ready to know to pick the wide receiver if he happens to show up on the pick on those drafts. Like, if 
Addison and Bijan are there, who do you take? In my opinion, Bijan. Yeah. Because wide receiver, if I'm if I'm thinking video game style, wide receiver's <laughs> already got an A rating. Yeah. Running back has like a C rating totally. right now. So, totally. And yeah, where right now you get one of these really good wide receiver prospects, who are they taking over for? They're not they're not the going, they're not gonna have the opportunity to really not this year at least. Not yeah. this year. Yeah. So now, that that's the thing. Where Bijan is coming in and probably maybe not fifty fifty with Tony, but sixty forty and still gonna have a huge impact. Yeah. So I, I mean, agree. I it, agree with that. It could also be an idea where they, they have an I they could possibly and I know um it may may or may not happen, but maybe they might take a veteran wide receiver after the draft and they just oh, want to yeah. make sure that Okay, maybe some of these guys. Let's just gut check them and see if if we have better value investing in one of these these guys what, that we don't know. Yeah, what what I don't want, you have to be fluid, as Bruce Lee said. Be <laughs> like water, fill <laughs> fill the cup, fill the bowl. What uh, the the one inch punch? Yeah, <laughs> Jerry Jerry's going off. Jerry's practicing his one inch punch. No, what they need to do is I'm just Marcus Ware. You you need to have um, a confidence that you that when you get when the decision gets put in front of you, you know how to make the decision, right? Because you don't know what's going to come up. And there might be a, there are, you, um, it would be smart to include the thought of, is this running back or is this player who we're going to draft, do we have a chance at just picking up someone in free agency? And then we're not, then there's someone else we can make a more riskier pick on because they're fast or very yep. strong, whatever. Based on attributes. Yeah, and then we'll go and we'll satisfy this need by a post-draft uh, free agency signing. Right. So there's a lot of moving parts. It's not as simple as just being like best pra- player available. That's why it's fun, right? right? Like yeah. we could talk. We're probably going to talk about this. Well, we are for the next yeah. three weeks till draft. And it's still it's gonna like when twenty six when the twenty six pick comes up. It's it's exciting. Like well, it's as I'm, close to as the feeling of a football game as you're going to get in the off season. Yeah. What I'm looking forward to is. We'll have our own big board. Yep, basically, yep. we're going to be uh, EJ Savage's yeah. boys in the zone, which I think is really... You t- know what I kind of want to do? I want to take EJ's, CBS, PFF, ESPN, and uh, I'm sure there's another big one that we could take. Yep. And kind of just... I, I, I'll i take the time and I'll, I'll go through the top 200 prospects, and then it'd be interesting to see the average of each player. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then maybe just make that as, as like... The can fan big board where it's just we don't have our taking. own. Here's a, we don't have our own opinion, so we're taking the average no, of well, everybody. Our, our opinion. board is we're we're riding that coattails of uh, of EJ Savage, aka Boys in the Zone. We're I going. Th- he's our Mike Mayock. I yeah. think, can fans Mike Mayock. I think the Sunday service before the draft, we make live. We make our own big board. We take everybody's. We could, and then we we devise it. We look through it um, for the sake of time. We'll we'll. Uh, Truncate it, of course. We'll, we'll pre we'll pre do yeah. it. I was we'll gonna say, may, yeah, maybe maybe not live stream <laughs> okay. it. Okay, so here's some uh, comments from chat as we're going through this. Ultra Cowboy says Cowboys finishing third in the division. Whoa, <laughs> based Ultra. off based off of what though? Like, what's Ultra. that based off of? The Ultra. Cowboys Cowboys are the only team, but prior to, the Cowboys got an, have gotten an A plus in off season activity so far. You can't tell me that both Washington and the Giants improved their team to beat the Cowboys. To beat the Cowboys, not a fucking chance. Not a fucking. They signed <laughs> Daniel Jones to forty five million dollars a year. That was their big splash. There's uh, just they actually got worse by doing that. You're getting I, us fired up. You're getting us fired up. There's there's just no fucking way. The only way, barring injury. Hey, barring yes, injury. Barring injury. Boys, 
Kilo C. Just what? Kilo! One second. Happy Easter, yeah, Kilo. you know what to hit. You know what to hit. Okay, I'll hit it. Yeah, get it. Get it. Smoke weed every day. Yeah, boy. Um, we have uh, Iceberg Ultra Cowboy 2.0 Slim says <laughs> the top four draft targets confirmed Bijan Robinson, Steve Avilia, Dalton Kincaid, and Jamar Gibbs. Yeah, I, I mean, that's the smartest thing this guy said this whole time, but uh, he's not wrong. Those are probably the, the biggest. I, I don't know if I'm sold on Gibbs or Avila, Avila at 26, though. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I like. I wouldn't be mad at Avila. I at want Tor. I want Torrance. Osiris Torrance, if yeah. he's available, I'd rather have him over Av- Avila. But yes. I, I maybe they're both gone. Even okay. So uh, Ultra says, "How can you guys?" So this is before he we made that comment. So Ultra says, "How can you guys be so positive with Dak as your QB?" You We're Canadian, go, bro. You need to go to church <laughs> since Dak is your QB. I, I'll, his, tell you, it, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Hey, Ultra, it's your QB too. You're a Cowboys Ultra, fan. You're I'll flying t- from Puerto Rico to the draft. Yeah. I'll tell you why. Like, <laughs> sorry. I'll, I'll tell you why because he's just a top ten QB. Oh, mic drop, boom! And, and uh, wh- he is. Though. We can disagree on that, but the the stat, the statistics prove otherwise. Now there is there is an argument that you might say, but that's not good enough to win a Super Bowl. Okay. Yeah. But I think that a football team has a lot of moving parts. A, a solid quarterback. I believe that Dak, there's no reason to make a change. He has what it, he has the ability to be on a championship level football team. The Cowboys do need to make sure that they make the right moves to compensate that. And there, it's it's no blame on a quarterback or not. Now, there's a blame on Dak when he throws a shitty pass, but. Is that going to change under the Mike McCarthy offense? And hopefully we Possibly. don't see that. Okay, so. I mean, that's all TBD. Right yeah, now, yep. that's the quarterback we're rolling in with. So, yeah, I have to feel fucking confident with it. Yeah, <laughs> we, like, uh, he's better than what the, whatever the commanders are going to feel than whatever the Giants with Daniel Jones are going to be. Okay. Here's the thing. I would not feel good about going in with well, Hendon Hooker. As our starting QB no, me into the season. I wouldn't yeah. mind drafting a quarterback this yes, year. I wouldn't we're, mind drafting look, a QB, not at all. DTR behind uh, Dak Prescott, because as soon as DTR gets into that uh, onto that team, Cooper Rush is going to be third string. It's just, a, it's just facts. I'm just saying, it's just facts. Rush hour. Uh, I wouldn't mind that, Rush though. hour part three. <laughs> yeah, rush hour part three. No, you know rush hour. Rush one. hour position three. No, rush hour is his job is there to help DTR yep. become number one. That's oh, and he is. would love it. He, You know he would he I wouldn't would mind. That. I wouldn't mind that because that would just mean that DTR is that much better. Because oh, yeah. Rush is a, is a solid two. Yeah, he's, he's he, proven it. He does his job as a the backup quarterback has a big job. He has to go get the main quarterback coffee. He has to help <laughs> him with plays. If he's um, smart. Okay, a couple uh, more comments. Mike McCarthy is a great QB coach. He's from the Bill Walsh coaching tree. That's from Iceberg Ultra Cowboy 2.0 yep. Slim. Ultra Cowboy says, I am not Iceberg. <laughs> Iceberg Slim <laughs> then says, I remember Ultra Cowboy from last summer. He hates Jalen Tolbert. <laughs> Uh, um, Sam Howell beat Dak is what Ultra Cowboy saying. Ultra Cowboy saying to Alex, top ten in regular season and the worst QB in playoffs. Playoffs, okay, okay. And then he says Cowboys barely beat the Giants last year, and the Giants added weapons, so that's why he's. Thinking. So did the Cowboys though? I hate to try to. I hate to make excuses, but a banged up backfield and then Pollard snapping his leg kind of really capped the end of the season for the Cowboys too. Oh my god, I just can't. I'm still. I'm still like. I've still kind of blocked out. I haven't rewatched that. I usually at I some point either. end up rewatching a game. I haven't rewatched the Niners game because I honestly, I th- I was 
Pro- I'm pretty skeptic. I'm like, when I know I'm always super, I'm pretty positive as a Cowboys fan, but I'm super skeptical as soon as we get into the, the postseason. And I was finally at the point that I was like, I, I think we're going to exercise the San Fran demon the, today. And, and we just got so let down yeah. that I, I can't bring myself to watch that game yet. Hey, I have to say too, I, I didn't notice. Is that a new cap? No, this one, I actually wore this in the draft. Oh, okay. I, I got okay. it. Uh, Tay, Tay bought it for me. Uh, I don't know, for my birthday or Christmas one year. I just don't rock it that much. I don't, because white hats, I'm just such a fucking mess that white hats are are never a good idea for me. my white digs? (laughs) Oh, I have my my dirty jersey now. Look, my my white one right there, I'll rock the the bandwagon boys one. That's my first Cowboys hat ever. That is, Um, yeah. And it's it's a little dirty, but uh, I have to give you guys some more comments from Chad. Yeah, keep it coming. Yeah, keep Um, it rolling. Sunday service Sunday service, baby. Okay, so the user no says, what's more likely, Cowboys winning the Super Bowl or Jesus coming back? <laughs> well, Jesus, I mean, so the Jesuses came back once. The Cowboys have won five Super Bowls. I'm just using math here. Cowboys winning the Super Bowl. Uh, uh, I will say this, though. It could be that Jesus comes back in a uh, made-for-TV <laughs> movie or something who? From, who would from, star in, Jesus? like, Disney. Who would star as Jesus? A fucking uh, what's Zach, his name? Zach Efron. Zach Efron. Oh, it's a solid pick. Okay, that's really good. Great I was gonna abs. go with uh, shoot again. Uh, the the guy was on Chris Limit, Rock. Limitless. Oh, Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper. Yeah. Oh yeah, that'd also be a good. Pick. Um, Stephen White, uh, showing back up. Uh, he says I've been listening Steve-o. in. Might as well say hi to y'all. Steve-o. Haven't seen him in the chat for. Haven't seen him in the chat for a while. Ultra says Jesus coming back. <laughs> hey, look, we got some Jets family in the house. I know, and then there's Jets family in the house. Jets, Jets, I don't, Jets. Look, I don't hate the Jets. The thing I love about the Jets is the simplicity of that ger- of that mm. logo. Yeah, just mm-hmm. let's not get fancy. Let's open get fancy. up, open up uh, Microsoft Word or what? <laughs> what was the paint? The, uh, MSM paint. paint. Yeah, and yeah. get me a logo right now. <laughs> well, just say Jets. Dakota Dakota J saying OBJ is flying at NY tomorrow, meeting with the Jets in depth. J E T S. OBJ and Rogers. OBJ, OBJ. and Rogers. Man, I mean the Jets. If hey, Ro- you can if, have them. If, if if the Jets do get Rogers, they automatically become a Super Bowl favorite. Gar- gar- I mean, oh. they had a great season last year. Yeah. Without with yep. fucking mumfucker Zach, whatever his name is. Without Zach Zach Wilson and then uh, Brees. What is it, Brees Hall? Uh, Who's Bry- our running back? Yeah, Bry- Bryce Hall. Bryce Hall. Yeah, he the guy's legit. Yeah. Sauce Gardner, like the the Jets look like they're primed to they're a quarterback away from being very good. <laughs> and then No follows up with shout out to Judas for the long weekend. <laughs> um <laughs> we, everyone took a minute to everyone took a minute. That's good. Glad to, to process the story. Yeah, exactly. You have to process the story. Okay, you wanted to bring up the jersey thing. Yeah, well, I just wanted to show I, that I was. Is wasn't this the a liar. top top ten? This is on NFLshop.com. So, so Allen's number one. Interesting. Allen number one. But look at this small Par- market. Small market, which is interesting. Yeah, but uh, Parsons number two. And is this so? This means it's that it's the white jersey then, like Patrick Mahomes. I is guess it, it's yeah. his red jersey yeah. that's the seller. Okay. I guess yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, but look, out out of the top, what are we here? Six, three, or Cowboys? Well, se- seven, including Allen. One, two. Well, just the, the, if you cut it off at Prescott. Oh, okay, yeah, then, right, then right, right. The yeah. top six are uh, and got fifty percent, and the only top. Well, Justin Jefferson d- deserves to be there, but look at—it's all quarterbacks except for Parsons, Lamb, and Jefferson. Yep, I like it, man. I mean, that's I'm just that goes back to show why it's so why the business side is so important because yep, the players all get a little bit out out of the merchandise sales as well, so they want the NFL to be as big as possible so it keeps that extra check coming in. I do have a little bit of a gripe with the hat you're wearing, AT&T Stadium. Not oh, okay. your hat itself, but the 
the it's, place. Yeah. How the fuck do they not have a CD Lamb Thanksgiving Day jersey for sale? That's what I, I I had my Micah Parsons, right? I have my blue Micah Parsons. So I was like, well, I want a player that I don't have. I wanted to buy an 88 CD Lamb, our number one wide receiver. Fucking sick Thanksgiving Day jersey. <laughs> they don't, they didn't have it. Who they have again? It they was had uh, Dak, Zeke, 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 Dak, uh, Micah. Micah, and who was the fourth? It wasn't CD. Schultz. Yeah, Schultz. Yeah. Uh, it, it, what, maybe TP20? No, I can't no, even remember. Yeah, who yeah, the, yeah, I can't even remember who the was. Maybe there were only those three. But, yeah, then we did ask the guy, like, hey, so what if we wanted a Tyler Smith uh, rookie, the rookie jersey? Uh, It'd ask, go to the outlet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so. yeah, so we, we, need, we need to, for this Thanksgiving, we got to actually set a day where we do an outlet day yeah. where we actually go to that outlet that everyone keeps telling us about. Well, you'd assume yeah. that the number one wide receiver with the iconic 88 would be in the pro shop in AT&T Stadium for yeah. their Thanksgiving Day jersey. I was just very flabbergasted by that. Unless the Thanksgiving jersey next year is like uh, um, just something really cool. Last year's was cool because it was a throwback. Yeah. Well, um, but I want, I want like, a third jersey, like the, light, the lightning one or whatever. I can't remember what it was, but, like, something that... The white-on-white-on-white white on white thing? Uh, color Rush? Like, yeah, maybe it was, like, the Color Rush. Color Rush was cool. Those black jerseys were... The all-black jerseys all were black, pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I was looking down at the, the... In Bellingham, which is just across the border from us, probably about an hour drive. I was looking at the sports store. You know that hoodie you bought down there? They have them on clearance there right now at their store. So I can't wait to cruise down there and maybe pick one of those bad boys up. What size did you end up getting? A medium or a large? Me? Well, you, yeah, what size is that? Is that an XL? This is like an XXL, I think. Oh, it's an XXL? No, it's an XL, sorry. XL, okay. And you were telling me, don't get it. It's going to be too big, and I actually like the size of it. Yeah, because I was looking at jerseys at that that shop because they have a bunch of nice last year's, uh, not, sorry, not jerseys, hoodies on discount. So I'm going to be cruising down there. Toss me one, son. Yeah, me too. Uh, okay. We have so Iceberg Slim says, "Hey guys, I want Dalton Kincaid. We got the pieces to move him all around the board out uh, out wide in the slot in the backfield. Atlanta Falcons don't have the pieces to do that for Kyle Pitts." Yeah, I I mean, and the funny thing is, Dalton Kincaid. He one, his first name's the same name as Schultz, and two, he was number eighty six in college. So he would just roll in, take Schultz's jersey. Kind of looks like he could fit right in with the clone zone. Oh, yeah. I mean, for for the storyline of the clone zone, it's literally it's, like you're... I, I want it just for that. I want Dalton <laughs> Kincaid just to know that he's going to walk in. He's going to be in his rookie year. And bring him up for a second. Uh, and actually, can you bring up all three? Can you bring up uh, Kincaid, Hendershot, and Ferguson? We don't need to bring up... Uh, images? Yeah, no, bring up images. Um, we don't need to bring up... Who's the fourth guy there now? McKeon. McKeon. We don't need to bring up McKeon. I just want Hendershot. I want Ferguson, and I want Kincaid. Uh, but he would. I, I. I imagine Dalton Kincaid would show up, and literally those two because they've lost Dalton Schultz as like their leader, their captain. They try bullying him. No, no, they don't. I think they just fall in line, and now Dalton Kincaid in his rookie season becomes the leader of the clone zone. That's what it would be. The only way I want us to take tight end for a guy named Dalton that wears 86 is if he comes in as the Cowboys' rookie first overall pick at 26, and he has a better season than Schultz ever had. <laughs> yeah. That's the only way I want it. I feel slighted by Schultz. I, I really do. I feel like he, I don't know, as a fourth-round pick who had good years – Oh yeah, this guy's gonna fit right into the clone zone. As soon as, as soon as AJ gives it, yeah. Um, uh, well, it's a hard request. It, no, I know. It's no. just, it's just. Um, 
I don't know. I'm still not sold at tight end at 26, but no, it's, ooh, it's storyline would be good. Dawson Keegan showing up in the uh, TikTok. What's what up, up Dawson? Doss? What up, Doss? Do you want him side by side? Yeah. Oh yeah, AJ's work. AJ's work. You're like you're like Joe Rogan's Jamie. AJ. <laughs> Way funnier though. Probably probably smaller PP. <laughs> well, AJ's getting these set up. Let's yeah. do one oh, of yeah. these. Let's go do two of these. Yeah, get oh. a du- double crack them. Double crack them. You got them, son. On the Sunday server on Easter Sunday. No. <laughs> Sunday server? Is that like a, a, counter, like a Counter-Strike uh, <laughs> chat on Steam? Yeah, welcome to the Sunday server. No hacks. Yeah, no hacks. <laughs> no hacks. And then as soon as someone gets like a you know 20 to twenty to 1 ratio, they're just like, hack. He's hacking. Bam. He's hacking. Okay, you ready? I think. All right, here we go. So here's the, I mean, we could take him. And he's from Utah, right? Like. I feel like that's a blue, or you're kind of blue collar if you, if you played in Utah. Yeah, he's he definitely looks like he's coming. <laughs> that face looks like he's tearing up from what he's seeing happening in the locker room. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I mean uh, what's and, going on in here, guys? Why are you doing that to each other? And, and he knows. Uh, is it uh, Hendershot that's in the middle? Yep. Hendershot's just like oh, he's not taking. He's not taking my. He Hendershot wants it. Fergie just wants to just he wants to be the new Gronk because Fergie Gronk, looks either, like he knows that he knows that there's like a a space for that bad boy TE <laughs> and he wants it or that fun loving frat boy TE. And, I was he, that's he, funny that you say frat boy. Ferguson looks like he just beat you at beer pong and oh, he's yeah. got those drunk eyes flexing. He looks kind of like more right now. <laughs> totally. Yeah. As much as we do need an O line, you look at our top five. Yep. Okay, we got four T's and his he. I like it. That I like that too. By the way. Four T's and a Z. <laughs> I wanted to put that into the video. I just didn't know how it could. It wouldn't translate. I, it just couldn't translate. But but we can start referring to them that way. Four anyway. T's and a Z. Four T's and a Z. But but I feel good about those guys. But they're probably not going to be. That's not going to be the line for every game throughout the next season. I think so, our starting left guard isn't on the team right now. Okay, I, that's so, my thought. I don't think our starting left guard's on the team right now. But this is why I say you could push that. O-line pick because there are some tackles who um, we've learned about that can slide into that uh, Tipperman or whatever his name was, I think. Tipman. Tipman, yeah. Uh, and, and a guy who, or a center or a tackle who can play guard, that's as good as drafting a guard too. So Definitely. That, so it opens up the window a little bit for for that selection. And this is why I, I feel tight end is... I, <laughs> I th- <laughs> what was that? I don't know. Are were we in the fucking Sarlacc pit or something was in Star me? Wars? No, that was Ann. Oh. Or the fucking Because my gar- stomach oh. was grumbling too. <laughs> no, we, were, so. we were the garbage dumpster on, on the fucking Star Destroyer. Oh right? fuck, that's or the funny. Death Star. Sorry, you guys. I heard it, but it was over there, but my stomach was grumbling too, so I'm like, fuck what the me. fuck? <laughs> Am I, having, am I tripping? Oh, no, I think I'm past 10. I'm so past 10. It's that apple cider vinegar gummy I gave him. Yeah. Um, can gurgling. The Skip Bayless boy. Tight end. I, I think tight end is a hard need. I think the position is. I, f- it's I, feel, like it's plug, I feel like it's plug and play. Like in, in our offense, you could plug in a good blocker who's, with these two guys who still could be good. No, you True, need you, but, but you need to draft a plug and play TE. You yeah. can't just put any TE in that position. But I feel like if you pick a guy anywhere between it? the two and the fourth, second and the fourth, they're going to be good enough to have production okay. on this team. So you don't think? So You've you don't think me that, down a little? You don't think Hendershot or or Fergalicious could fill that void? That's what of, I mean. Uh, again, that one of these guys might be good enough. Fer, Fergalicious might already be good enough. 
Do we have anything to bank on that? No, that's why I still think you could take a tight end in the top five as kind of re, uh, insurance policy because they're still, to me, Ferguson and Hendershot are unknown and didn't, didn't have good enough seasons to for everybody. Everybody's sold on these guys, and they're. Okay, I'm not. Fair I'm not BPAN, sold on them. You've got Mayer or Kincaid or both sitting there at twenty six. Oh, if Kincaid's there, it's going to be... It'd It'll be, be hard to say no. It'd be hard to say no. Because who's... He can block. He can catch. He can even kick field yeah, goals. He can even kick field Here's goals. Here's the thing. I have come back from the draft using a time machine that I invented. <laughs> and let me tell... No. <laughs> I wish, though. Flux capacitor? Did you have to use it? Uh, n- yes. <laughs> um, yes do. do you know what the flux capacitor yeah, it, is? Yeah, uh, it's, uh, it's not a... Um, Add show it. 9.21 gigawatts. 9.2 gigawatts. No, it's 1.21 gigawatts. Okay, I had the the numbers right. This is a flux capacitor. Doc Brown uh, saw this. He saw this Y after he cracked his head, and he knew that that that, that thing right there was going to allow him to time. So that's how AJ did it. He cracked his head on the toilet, and... But what do you say? So you went. He cracked his head. I said I went. I I was just. (laughs) I was just saying I went in time, and and if they. because now that I come back in time, I could. Uh, did I just change the timeline? I you don't did, know. Possibly. Did you just win us the Super Bowl? But they did draft Kincaid. Wow. Ooh. Okay. I, I honestly, Kincaid's the one that I think if they take at twenty six, I won't hate. I wouldn't like any of the other guys, honestly. Okay. Kincaid, if they get him at twenty six, I'd be. Well, so I wouldn't have, be mad. And and then you got to look at what they do in the rest of the draft. There's there are some good guards that we've liked or that I, um, I like is Savala. Is a good one who I who constantly is available for the Cowboys at an appropriate pick for whenever whatever second or third round that he's there. Machi uh, Pit tight end. There's this dude. I think his name's Davis Allen. He didn't do much, but he's a big guy who, if he's just coming into play, he's a he could be the red zone threat of the tight ends. And well, they even have they even have Darnell Washington. Or Washington is that the 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 big well, the big yeah, dude? Okay, they have so, him falling yeah. back possibly into the second yeah. so, too. Darnell Washington. Yeah. So Chris Graham just said Darnell Washington. Everybody keeps pop popping in Darnell. Yeah. Like, Darnell Washington's name beast. is popped up on our chat for almost the entire. Episode. I can. I. It makes sense. The guy. What does chat think? Just, do they just, hate well, tight end? Or okay. Do they well, love tell, tight well, that's what I'm going to tell you. I was going to tell you, but you take us on a little. Take us on a little uh, story time. I was going to tell you if you let me do my fucking... Hey. (laughs) Story time. Story time with BWB1. I'm the guy who does his job. You must be the other guy. (laughs) Um... Kilo C says I'm not sold Why on. Why don't you just look out. at it? Kilo C says he's not sold on either of the math. Yeah. Um, okay, Jeremy fair. Anilo says give me uh, Bijan or Gibbs over any TE in the draft. That's how I feel. Uh, no yeah. says first off love the shades. Second Banks is the first round pick that will send us over the edge. Uh, we have uh, in terms of the TE. Second so they're saying ba- well they're saying okay. Deontay Banks. Yeah. So yeah. So no. And earlier on, no said Cowboys must draft Banks with the first pick, second round, grab tight end Washington can't fail. I Washington at in the second at fifty eight. I don't think he's going to be there. But if he was, and we hadn't obviously went tight end in the first round, I think that'd be a fucking great pick. Ultra says Darnell Washington makes it to twenty six. That will be the pick. He will be the best uh, offensive guard in the draft. I think he'll be there at at. I think he'll be there at twenty six with CB. If the Cowboys want to go out and say our identity is we're going to have this, we're going to just, we have a good rush, rush line, I believe. Edge you know? at least. Edge at least. Well, like edge, like our, our outside yes, guys. Yeah, the Obviously guys who are going to be uh, hurrying the numbers. Cor- yes. Yeah. That's pretty, I'm pretty happy with what we have. 
So if your identity is going to be, and we're going to just pick off any unperfect pass, and so you're just adding Arsenal to the secondary there or the cornerback position, okay. Then I would hope that, but does Dan Quinn scheme to that? I don't fucking know. I don't pay enough attention to, to know that, especially after the first quarter. Well, tight, uh, sorry, cornerback's kind of in the same situation as wide receiver now. If you draft the guy, saying. if you draft the guy in the first, where does he fall in the pecking order? Is but, he's he's not going to be starting. If if the if it aligns that that makes the most sense, and you have to pick a, a cornerback in the first round because he's just the best player, right. you're looking at him to you're looking at <laughs> ads giggling. You're looking at him to take over for Gilmore the following season. No, my wife is trolling me in the chat. She goes Universal Edmonton. <laughs> Ad got fooled by an April Fool's Day joke. Yeah. I, anyways, I'm not even going to bring it up on air. <laughs> uh, uh, KOC says clones have now become folklore. That totally threw me off. It is true, yeah. I was like, Universal Edmonton, that's weird. Uh, uh, Luke Musgrave, this is from Ultra Cowboy. Luke Musgrave, 6'6", 255, 46140, and he has wide receiver. Oh, feet. yeah, and he's and he's going to be available, available sure. later on. So, look, maybe tight end is... Is the I mean again? Any way you shuffle it, well, who's this fucking guy? I'm, I, oh, that's Luke Musgrave. In my mind, tight end is still there, but I'm I'm I believe I'm like hard running back. If Bijan's yeah. there, that's who I fucking Ooh. want. Okay, okay. We we've been talking. We've been playing tight ends a little too much here. Let's go to something that we know Anthbest is gonna splooge all over. Linebacker, do it. Fourth re- what f- round four linebacker do you want? Says Chris. Ask Chris Graham. Ooh. If Dorian Williams is there, which he might not be by f- the fourth round, we that, got we got him. In, we we've got him. No, late Noah every Sewell. Other round. Noah Sewell would also be a guy in the fourth round that I think you could take a flyer out. Those are kind of the two guys I've looked at the most. The linebackers that I'd possibly want earlier than that. Um, earlier than round no this he just asked round I know four. round four so I only really I've only really looked at the couple guys the other guys that we've t- always taken we've taken them way sooner than the fourth but Dorian Williams I mean there's D winters who you could get even later than the fourth probably fifth round did we take Dorian in the fourth or the third I think we got him in the third yeah, he's, go, he's, he's moving ranked, he's ranked at Do- 94 right he's now. he's moving so. up some boards Dorian yes but on the Noah Sewell though on our top uh tool of uh research pff.com <laughs> uh, yeah, draft right? totes Dorian does drop and drop and drop I don't know that that's gonna happen on draft day because the kid does look like he has some it's just his size that his people size. are scared about but again I keep coming back to is this the evolution of a linebacker who okay it doesn't matter he's he's literally either going to be rushing in and that's still a formidable size six one two thirty five. Oh, yeah, it's not like he, it's not like he's five eight exactly well, well, but, but but can also drop back and play coverage and play with these evolving tight ends even right. though he's not the size it's being able to keep up and then knock the the ball so I don't know there's something interesting here that I see that I'm seeing and maybe I just because I'm paying attention to this draft, but the the linebackers are not like of a uh, massive breed. Okay, bring up this They're guy. Still bigger than me. Okay, Iceberg Slim is saying bring up Owen Papio. He's 232 pounds. He runs a 4.39 40 time, and he has a 40 inch vertical. What is he? Uh, linebacker Owen Pap. Owen Paps. Papio. Owen Paps me up. There's a fourth. Uh, he's a fourth rounder. He's ranked 191 on PFF. And he's six foot, so he's he's a little bit shorter, there, but a lot he's of got some guys. size. He's got some size. I thought what I thought uh I thought Darnell Darnell was um 
Or Dorian was five uh, eleven. I, th- I didn't know he was six one. I, no, no, it's just he's just he's just he's just not. Uh, his weight's kind of small. You know, uh, for me, I want a linebacker who's like I think middle linebacker is more important for us right now because we kind of have Damone Clark, and if Jabril Cox can ever turn that corner, we kind of have some guys that are like that already. I kind of want the the prototypical Brian Erlacher type guy. Me too. I think. I think the Cowboys should really look to add size. If you think about cross the board, tell me right now, who are the like mammoths on the Cowboys in terms of their physical LVE? Stature? LVE is L- a big boy on, on defense. Yeah, LVE's probably on uh, Anthony Barr was, but he's not there anymore. Yeah, LVE's probably your he's your prototypical middle linebacker size. But once D-Law's he was big. D- yeah, but defensive line, right? So your edge rushers are all going to be big guys. Yep. But in the middle of the field, obviously Hankins is a fucking mammoth. Yeah. There are always big, big guys. I mean, Micah Parsons playing between linebacker and edge, and he's like that Yeah, hybrid. but he's not he's really – hybrid, right? They're never really putting Micah in at middle linebacker on – even when it's first down and you expect them to run, LVE is going to be the guy manning the middle of the field, and Micah is going to be strong side linebacker. I want the guy that can, if when LVE's done or if he gets hurt this year, someone that can step in, which right now we don't have that player. Why do you think when Hankins and LVE both went down, it was basically like the just an open door up the middle of the field because you didn't have those bruisers. You could just take a guard or take a, a center and they could t- pick up the middle linebacker who's only 6'1", 6'2", 6'3", 215 to 235 pounds. I want the guy that can go head on, which it would be a Noah Sewell, uh, Tua Tuli Pio. How do you guys say his name? I'm going to put you Piola. That's a guy. Let Alex say it so that he's Alex. Actually, you guys both nailed it the last time. Though, both those guys are dudes that are going to, on the snap of a ball, meet you at the at the line of scrimmage and cause some havoc. Right. That's what I think. That's what I think we need. Like totally. I, I, I don't. I think the skills. And maybe you can never have an, enough of this, but, you know, this is my argument. I think the skill players are, are there and in place. We have, you know, barring fucking TP's recovery here, um, every position, I believe, has that player who can be a difference maker. If you think about our uh, levels of defense and levels of offense, and offense improved dramatically in the wide receiver department, so that's great. Um, but so now, now it's like about adding those guys who just are going to be physical specimens out there. Who yeah, they're going to, they're yeah. going to punch you in the mouth, basically. Who can bruise you up. Um, Iceberg Slim says, can Drew Sanders play middle linebacker? I think, I mean, he's still, yeah, I think Drew Sanders could. He reminds me of kind of, uh, uh, Sean Lee a little bit. And then he's, oh, set, yeah, he's big and the, yeah, bring him up. He reminds me of a Sean Lee dude. And then he says, uh, Nolan Smith may fall to, to 26. He's an athletic freak nature. I doubt Nolan Smith is going to be falling to 26. If he's there, he's a guy, too. Like, on, yeah. on, on, you at 26, you got to take him. You have he's, to take him. I think at 26, he's going to be your that's the AJ. Though. That's the AJ pick. Then, and that's that proves that AJ went to the future. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't wait to just go back and see the draft and see what we hit on and what we oh, missed yeah. on. That's going to be the fun we, part. We've been having a lot of fun. I guess our we could Cowboys can't have predicted this draft. It, how funny would it be on one of our mocks that's like bang oh, on the DTR one where they do all the trades or even stuff? or oh even if we God. get like even if you get out of the seven picks if you get like four of them that's pretty impressive. Yeah. We're uh, we are I don't we can keep going I don't give a shit but no, we're, let, we're, we at, could, we're at an hour yeah, here yeah we could wrap her up here so, so what are we gonna do anything um, special for our next draft which is gonna be on the twelfth so EJ Savage is coming on the nineteenth again okay 
Um, with, I'm sure we could find. I could probably get Deffy on the 12th. I bet. You know who is supposed to be on today's episode? Cowboys Chris. As soon as you said that, I thought that. Let's uh, let's. Can you message him after and let's next, line it up? They do Cowboys. They do their Cowboys huddle. Shout out Cowboys huddle on Wednesdays. No, for to, next Sunday. Yeah, I'll get it. I'll message. I got his phone number. Okay. Um, but yeah, we'll, should, th- we'll we'll think something up because last week we did it. We all had to pick a position. Chat got a position for the top five rounds, and then we rolled uh, or we spun a wheel. I, I thought that was kind of funny. I, I think even fun. I think a dice would be funny. I yeah. Well, you know, I got a we all pick. We so us four, whoever we get, or us three, and whoever guesses, all pick one. Chat picks one, and then if you roll a six, um, it's a trade or something. I don't know, something fun like okay. that. A yeah, dice would be like good. That. Oh, so so we're each a number, yeah, and then each trade we just roll the dice, and that's it. Would also be picks. funny. We're each and we're all a number, and whatever number rolls gets the pick. <laughs> that's what that's what I think. That's what I thought you meant. Like I meant like <clears throat> yeah, I kind of meant, but we yeah we. But if one went, you couldn't do it. But say it's a one and then a one and a one, that person gets to yeah, pick. Yeah, We can try to sway them, but they get, yeah, the, yeah. They, they get the final say. They, they get the they I get think the that'd call. be a fun way to, to something like that would be fun. You know Jerry's going to be uh, waiting that dice. All right, oh, man. Yeah. Hey, Sunday service on Easter Sunday. Another blast. Bandwagon boys, how'd you feel about it? You felt pretty good? I feel uh, relived or what? Re- Rebirthed? Rebirth? Yeah. Uh, raised Raised. uh we just want to thank chat for coming out and hanging out on sunday it's always a pleasure appreciate the they they all already dropped as soon as we said oh is that it for the show and then boom (laughs) okay they're gone well fuck you chat for not riding die until the end (laughs) all right bandwagon boys anth best here we will be back live 6 p.m 9 p.m wednesday night for eight mock draft 8.0 8.0 boys. 8.0. And, and are we allowed picking people that we picked before? Yeah. Okay. Oh, if yeah, that yeah. if that's if you're there at that point and it's your number, it's your pick, baby. Last okay, time sweet. we we were just put we that was the hardest draft. We put up a lot of rules. We did. Love All right, that, guys. All right. We'll see. We guys. We'll see you Wednesday. Peace. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.